0: all ready to get in the foot You can hear it in your heart. About like to put it down here. No, oh, right here. People can hear you. So that gives Rick hits because he tries to turn you up and feedbacks
1: of wisdom this morning.
0: Creating a new heart of people right now. Let's just sit in that silence. Let's just feel this touch.
2: Like he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our time. He's look, like he's worthy of our tears. <laughs> I'm telling you. I kept hearing you just you had me in Jesus. Because that's how powerful that is. Just his name. And what you see is a bunch of people come together in a family that we've all been touched in some radical amazing way by Jesus and we just want to spend time with him that's why we come in we come in here to worship him we come in to spend time with him corporately as a family to worship him and he's worthy of everything we give him That's what I love about this, because it doesn't matter if nothing else happens today. The purpose of being here is to worship Him. The purpose of being here is to just cry out to Him. Tell Him how wonderful He is. Worship just a little bit. (laughs) Which one? Cry out his name. Because what he's done in your life is different than what he's done in somebody else's life. So when you cry Jesus, it's something different. (laughs) It's just something different. So spend some time crying out his name. Spend some time. Come on, let's just sink in right now. Let's see what he wants to do. Let's just sink in and see what he wants to do. We love you, we love you, we love you. And we surrender everything to you. You have your way in this place. Have your way in our hearts and our families. Come on, do what only you can do, Lord. Father, just have your way. We love you in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, and everybody said, amen.
3: He does anything impossible.
2: what you think might be a severed relationship that will never, ever, ever spark back up it can happen it's all about surrendering it to him it's all about giving it to him it's about letting him do what he can do come on there's some healing that's got to happen in hearts this morning in that area that it's never too late you might count people out but you don't count him out because he's always working, he's always moving he's always turning he's working when you can't see him so come on I love praise reports so, so come on let's give it up to Jesus come on alright this will keep going but we're going to take a break if you want to sit in here and just sit in this go ahead if not Go do what you got to do. Say hello to somebody you ain't seen in a long time. Let's love on some people we'll be right back. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Hey, we're going to talk a little bit because we're trying to get this online thing going. I think Kevin wanted to do something, so we'll I'll, I'll let Kevin talk a little bit.
4: She has waving her voice than me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. Y'all sing with me. <laughs> Happy birthday to you.
3: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday.
4: We love you guys. Thank you so much for enduring that, and happy birthday to everybody else that had a birthday uh, this week or this weekend. I know there's a couple more, so we love you all of you. God bless you.
2: All right, thank you, Kevin. Uh, there's going to be an open associate pastor job here at uh, the gathering place soon. <laughs> hey, if you don't know, I just that I, I, I just I love Miss Barbara. I want to celebrate her birthday. I want to celebrate Scott's birthday. I just don't like celebrating my birthday. It's hard to turn 35. (laughs) So hard, so hard. I thought I was going to sneak out of here without that, but somebody put it on the calendar. Man, so welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Gathering Place. We love you guys. Uh, We're just excited you're here. And uh, if, you are, if you are new here, then, hey, I am DJ. This is my wife, Jules, up here. And we get the honor to pastor here. Um, we love you guys. We, we do this because we love y'all. And we love Jesus. And that's so important. So thank you all for that. I do. I, I am honored. And, and just I feel loved. So thank you so much uh, for everything you do. Uh, if you could, if you are new, fill out a, a, a Connect card for us. That's just a piece of paper that tells us you were here, gives us your information so we can reach out and say, hey, can we pray for you? And, and just touch base with you. That's it. And we just want to help clear the air with that. We can't do that if you don't let us know you were here. So if you have questions, we can answer them. Uh, but no, we won't hassle you after that. So just fill that out. Um, and if you want more information about who we are, what we do, you can go to our Facebook, our website. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff out there. Download the app. You can get the app and check that out. And has all kinds of up-to-date information on what we're doing. So Uh, I want to talk about Kingdom Classes. This is huge because we love this. This is our 9 o'clock service uh, every single Sunday, and it's over in the annex. And what it is, it's more of a... If you've ever had like a a Sunday school class, I won't say it's Sunday school, but man, this is stuff that, that I don't get to talk about all the time up here. I probably will cover it, but we have special people that can teach and that are absolutely amazing, and they're teaching on this. So today it was the Holy Temple Fitness and Nutrition with James. So come on. Yeah, I'm excited about that, James. We get to spend about 10 days together in Mexico, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be on me. <laughs> Just letting you know I got a cramp right here and here. Just can't do any exercising, but, man, I will cheer you on. Um, next week, we have Ginger. Where you at, Ginger? Come on. There it is. Right. Man, you move. You're a center rower now. Yeah, I love it. I love seeing faces in different places. This is awesome. You guys should do this all the time. Take your name off the seat. Uh, we don't do that here. Uh, <laughs> December 18th, praying on the spot with Ron. Come on, that's going to be absolutely amazing. Look, if you, we got elders teaching. We got people that are teaching, and this is absolutely amazing. So please go to these. It's, it's about 45 minutes each time, but, man, it is so good to, to get that stuff that helps guide us and, and disciple us and move us in the right direction. So that's what's going on with those. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, December 8th. Uh, while I'm gone, but there'll be a food drop at the Welcome Center again. So our food drop is, this is where we go out and we we have about 300 people show up. This is down at the AirNow parking lot in Millbrook. It is during a week. Um, so, it, you know, if you get there by 7, 730, if you can show up, it's awesome. We have to unload a trailer full of food and then we get it all ready and cars come through and we bless people. So that that's what we pour into as, as a family. We get to pour in that. We don't have a food pantry in our church because That just takes a lot of people to run it and do it. When we have a place that does that, we support them uh, both financially and with hands to do the work. So put that on your calendar, December 8th, food drop uh, down there in Millbrook. And then we have our ugly Christmas sweater. uh, (laughs) Sunday, that's December 18th. So that'll be the Sunday we get back. So I'll be excited. And next time you see me, I'll be wearing something ugly and Christmassy. Okay, so please come on out. What's that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, come on out. I want to, my wife's right there. So if I hear a noise, I assume she's telling me something. It was him? Okay, Ryan, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, come on out and, and let's celebrate that. Like, we just like to have fun as a family. That is actually going to be our Christmas Sunday. Because the following Sunday is actually Christmas Day, the 25th. And we're not doing service on Christmas Sunday. I want you to spend time with your family. I want you to gather with people you love. And just do life together. Because that's important. Okay, and if this is your family and you want to gather here, just let me know. We'll unlock the place. We'll all come in and gather together. I don't know. Uh, but there's no Christmas service uh, on the 25th. So if you have friends or family and they have a church, you want to go there, go there. Go, go celebrate with them and 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 love on some people. But we're not having it here. And then, um, the uh, let's see, we'll do Saturday the 17th. So right before that. So when we get back Saturday the 17th, this is big. We have our... Uh, This is our Bread of Life. So we're doing our first Bread of Life. We're getting that started up again. Um, We were actually supposed to serve people in Mill. We're going to feed all the families that come and get food. We're going to feed them as a church. So down there, we do it through the Welcome Center. We do that uh, with a bunch of churches. This one is just us. So we're going to feed all those families a hot meal uh, for the holidays. It's on a Saturday from 12 to 2. But here's the thing. Cross off the Millbrook Community Center. Okay, they, they said everything's full. So we're doing it in our church, y'all. So <laughs> w- what we're going to do is set up some tables and stuff. And, and so if you want to, we, we need desserts. We need, uh, all, Cassandra's in charge of that. So she'll be able to help everybody out with what we need while I'm gone and fill them in. Um, but there'll be ways to sign up. You can sign up on our website if you want to help out. We do need, we want to pray for them. So we're going to need prayer team members. We're going to need food. We're just going to, and some of them will just drive by. Look, some of them will just get, we'll have a drive by line. And they're going to pick up some food and go. And that's fine. We still get to pray for them. We still get to love on them. But some of them are actually going to say, I'll get out and eat. And then we get to fellowship with them and, and do life with them. So um, that's awesome. Just be part of that. We're excited about that. All right. Oh, man. I think, is that enough announcements? No, let's see. Um, today's Baptism Sunday, y'all. This this is my favorite time, so uh, it's awesome. We actually have uh, we have several people already signed up to get baptized, and I want you to know this, and that's huge, And but look, as the Holy Ghost starts moving and you start feeling this, you need to understand, like even if you've been baptized before, this declaration of faith can happen as many times as you want it to happen, and sometimes you'll go through phases in your life, and, and you come out of that, and you're like, man, Lord, I love you, but man, I just... There's something missing. You say, you don't want to get rebaptized." And man, the old is gone and the new has come. And we get to redo that. You get to do it in front of your family. I just want you to think about that. We have shorts and T-shirts and towels. So if you didn't sign up, that's okay. If you feel like you've been waiting on this moment, you didn't know about it, so you're missing out, you didn't. We're going to open it up to... Anybody that wants to get baptized today, and we're going to baptize. So you just let that flow in your heart while we talk today, while we, while we share today, because it's going to be powerful. And don't miss an opportunity to do what the Lord wants you to do. I'm telling you, this is so, so good. So I'm excited about that. This, these are some of my favorite Sundays. So uh, it's just powerful, and I look, like, just love watching the Lord do what he wants to do. Um, I, the only other thing I don't have is our New Year's Eve. That's, I don't think we have a slide for that. Okay, so I'll just tell you, since I'm not going to be here for a couple weeks, and I want to make sure Kevin doesn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> just happens. So uh, if, if you realize New Year's Day is January 1st and it's on a Sunday, right? So we're not having a New Year's Day service. We're going to have a New Year's Eve service at 7 o'clock. Right here, family service, full-on service. We're going to, we want to invite people out. Or we're we're going to, we're trying to build, it's going to be a big worship set. It's going to be a big, just opportunity to come together as family, celebrate. We'll do whatever we want to do. Okay, we're going to eat food. We'll have food here. It's just going to be a celebration. We're going to usher in the new year that way. It's not going to last till midnight. We've been doing them around midnight this whole time. It's not, that's not, this is going to be an opportunity to come in. Worship, it's going to be Service we're not coming back to the next day. So in other words, that Sunday you'll be off too. Okay, so you'll have time to, to do whatever and rest. If you want to go, say, say you have plans with other people, you want to go out and celebrate, go celebrate. But, but the point is we're going to come in that night, Saturday night, do a Saturday night service and just usher in the new year uh, with the Lord first. So I'm excited about that. Okay, I just want to get that out. Put that on your calendar, y'all. It's like two Sundays in a row. So the 25th and the 1st, you can show up on Sunday morning. Jim Paul's going to be here, I think. It'd be, you know, he'll be praying for people as they come in. <laughs> no, he won't. He said, I ain't going to receive my days off. Receive my days off. So really good stuff. Uh, all right, well, uh, one more thing before we get into service I want to do, and I want to invite Ryan and Allison. Can you guys come on up? So how
0: y'all doing? Good, <laughs> hey how you doing <laughs> put
2: you guys on the spot so uh this is really awesome what I, if you know we've had uh miss rachel mama rachel's been leading our worship for i don't know since i don't know when but she's been doing awesome we celebrated her right a couple weeks ago we had to uh, was it last week or a couple weeks I feel like I'm just in a circle. Two weeks ago, we got to celebrate her. Uh, They have their own church, and and, and she's in Mexico right now, and they're going to be traveling all around the world, but that was her last Sunday leading our worship, and we've been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying, and God finally opened that door for us, finally showed us a way, so I wanted to introduce to the family, officially, our new worship pastor, Ryan, and his wife, Allison, um, as they're going to be leading us so, what I want to do, I just don't do it like that. So, I want to have the elders come up here. I want to have the staff come up here. Uh, we're going to pray over them because I believe that's important. You guys can stretch your hands out. We just believe God's going to do something amazing in our worship. He's going to continue to grow in that. And I'm excited. I've heard some visions like a, what, what he wants to do with our kids and our teens and all that good stuff. And I'm excited over that. So, so we're going to surrender this to God. We're going to let him have his way. Uh, we're just going to pray over them, guys, and welcome them. Well, they've been in the family for a while. They're they just officially going to be gonna be up there leading. So, Father, we love you, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you for Ryan and Allison. We thank you for the calling on their life. We thank you for what you're doing in their heart. Father, just continue to saturate them. Continue to pour into them. Father, give them fresh vision, fresh insight, Lord. Move in his heart, move in his mind. Father, just continue to, to let new, fresh songs flow out of his mouth, Lord. Continue to, to guide him. Give him wisdom and knowledge on how to lead, Father. But most of all, just, just fill him up with a, a passionate love for you, Father. So we surrender this all to you. Have your way in everything we do. In Jesus this mighty name, we all said, "Come on, Amen!" As a family, come on, let's give it up to them. And don't worry, I will introduce him slowly to the people that aren't huggers. <laughs> If y'all ain't figured it out yet, this is just a family and we, we're going to do life together and have fun. It uh, doesn't always have to be formal and, and doing everything. So, uh, man, <sighs> Father, we love you, Lord, and we thank you. And Father, right now, I ask you to touch my heart, touch my lips, let it be all of you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Wow. So we have been uh, in a long, I guess, series. We just titled it. It ain't really a series, but it's called Freedom in Christ. And we've been talking slowly about the freedoms that we have when we walk in his love, his presence, what he wants us to do. Uh, We've covered a lot of stuff. It's been, this is the 11th week of talking about this stuff. There's a lot of stuff we've kind of thrown in there. Uh, And I'm sorry to say, but this will probably be the last week we talk about this stuff. I know you guys are good, but I'm going to Mexico and I'm going to come back wrecked. And I don't know what he's going to put on my heart. So I don't want to feel like I got to talk about something. Be honest. (laughs) if I come back and talk about freedom, it's (laughs) because he said, you're going to keep talking about it. But here's the thing we talked about, you know, one of the bigger points i talked about was prayer and, and how important it was to pray, how important it was to, to sit down in a quiet place, spend time with him in a place where he can just, man, he can fill you up. So that prayer that you spend, that private prayer always led to presence and his presence is so important. You know, it can be prayer, it can be worship, whatever. You know, prayer to me is where it all starts because that's one-on-one. That's you and him. Man, he starts moving. He starts showing up and his presence will wreck you. His presence will change an atmosphere if you let it. So his presence, actually, you know what that does? His presence comes in and then you get an encounter. Remember we talked about the encounter that comes with that. It's kind of hard to have an encounter if there's no presence. Right. So so you come in and now you get this encounter and you start feeling him. You start having a tangible feeling. You start, you know, everything starts shifting in your life. You, uh, things just move. Things just turn. Things just start happening. And the questions come out of your mind, like, why? Why is this happening? And he's like, I'm just going to love you through this or help you through this. Or guess what? This is just my blessing on you. It's an encounter with him. OK, that encounter is so, so important. And I said that encounter brings confidence. So we talked about that. Because when you have an encounter with something, you start having confidence in it. You start understanding it. You start believing in it. You start saying, you know what? That happened once, it can happen again. You know what? He did this in my life. He can now do this. So you start walking with a little bit of confidence in you. You know, and we talked about that. You could throw that into any kind of sporting event if it's, you know, I tell you what, some of your best hitters in baseball, it's because they have confidence. It's not because they're just great hitters. They walk up confident that they're going to hit the ball hard. And guess what? They can lose that confidence. And I've seen professional baseball players that are sluggers go into slumps. Why? They lose their confidence. So confidence is very important. But what I love is kind of where the Lord was taking me today, I think. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to mess this whole thing up. Don't try to follow me today. Because <laughs> I wasn't following this morning. He was taking me in and out of stuff. So, um, but I believe when you have that confidence, it leads to boldness. Yes. And boldness is so, so important. And boldness is really what I thought I was supposed to talk about today. So I'm going to try to talk about it and then see where he takes us. Because boldness is so, so important. Boldness is like courage. Okay? Boldness is like courage. So when I think about this, you can have confidence in something but not be bold about it. All right? I'm sorry, I'm looking at Pat. Firefighters. Right? If you're a firefighter or in you're in any of that area and you've got to, you have confidence in your gear. Right? You have confidence in you. You're like, yep, I know this stuff works. I know my mask works. I know my, my suit works. I know all that works. So you have confidence in it. But that doesn't take away the fear of you walking into the fire. You have to be bold. You understand? So confidence and bold boldness are two different things. Okay, so you can't say, well, I'm very confident in that. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, I'm confident in a way I can shoot my weapon. But it's different when things are shooting back at you. <laughs> so you got to be bold enough to say, you know what? I got to trust that. I got to move in that. So it takes courage. It takes boldness. I guess if you're if you're not any of that, uh, um, scuba gear. Any any scuba divers? Come on. Yeah, there you go. I tell you, you don't you don't go under the water unless you have confidence in something. But you still got to be bold because I you know I can't even snorkel. Like, I put that snorkel thing on. I'm like, that's going to fill up with water. (laughs) Like, I'm supposed to swim on the top of the water and, like, float in in that water. And I go in that hole. Like, I just don't, don't have the boldness to do that. Like, I'm like, man, this is just scary. So, same thing. So, in our walk, in our spiritual walk, you know, we get confidence sometimes based on the encounters we had, based on the presence that's around us. But how bold are you? How bold are you to actually actually do what he asked you to do, to actually walk out and share that, to actually be the light, to actually go out and do what God asked you to do to everybody around you? That takes boldness. Because boldness means you're going to do something that other people will go, why are you doing that? It might not be the most favorable thing to do. It might not look right. So you're like, I don't know. It's kind of like praying for somebody in Walmart. You just stop and put your hands on somebody, start praying, Other people are walking by going, what is wrong with these people? That just, that, that's not out of confidence. That's out of boldness. Confidence says, well, I can pray for you and it's going to work. I'll pray for you later because it'll work then too. <laughs> boldness is I'm just going to lay my hands on you right here. And we're just going to pray. That's boldness. Oh, it's kind of like a, a salesman. Ken. Where'd Ken go? He was here. I called him out. I thought of Ken when I thought of a salesman because he used to sell cars, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So when I think of that, uh, a salesman, they're confident, but they're bold. Like, they won't stop. Like, let me tell you everything about this car. It's going to be best for you. Buy it now. I mean, they're just bold. They don't stop. They just come at you, come at you, come at you, come at you. Man, could you imagine if we walked our in faith like that? to where we didn't care what anybody said about us and we just walked in boldness, not in rudeness. I'm not talking about like, like being mean with people, bold in me. I'm not talking about bold and mean. I'm talking about bold in love, bold in humility, bold in, I just want to do what the Lord asked me to do. And if that means I'm gonna stand in Walmart and pray for everybody that walks through there. If that's what he tells you to do, are you bold enough to do it? But could you imagine how we could change the world if we were just bold enough to step out of our comfort zone and do what he asked us to do? Okay, this is where it's going to get different because i got to read a lot of stuff to get. I, he's telling me i got to read this. So, there's something in here for somebody. So, I'm going to read a lot of scripture. In the end, it's going to talk about boldness. But he won't let me put the other stuff down. So, we'll do that and we'll just talk about it. <laughs> you might just raise your hand. We'll just chat. Figure out what's going on. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians 3. Man, do I want to start there? Man, I'm all over the place. I'll start there. It's going to spin around anyway. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 18. It says, are we beginning to praise ourselves again? I, let me set this up. As soon as you read that, you're like, who are you talking about? So this is Paul. Um, yeah, he's talking about, hey, he's got the apostles and um, and Titus, and they're trying to, you know, he's like, he's trying to explain to people that, look, we we are truly apostles, and we're trying to do what's right, and and they had a different way of living back then, so so a lot of things were were, and you'll hear this in this, but this is what he's trying to do. He's writing to the church because they just had a whole bunch of stuff go down in the church, and and he's trying to come back with them and say, hey. Um, we still love you. We're in this, like, just trust us. Okay, so that's where this is. He says, so are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or who ask you to write such letters on their behalf? Surely not. Okay, so basically what they did back then is they would write, you know, le- same thing, you know, it, it's kind of like this. If you wanted a job somewhere, I get people ask me all the time, can you write me a letter of recommendation? And that's someone really just testifying for you that you're qualified for that. Well, that's how they did it back then. With the, you know, it, it was like, are you truly someone? Well, so-and-so said I'm worthy, so I must be worthy. So that's how they did it back then. And he's like, do I really have to do that? He says, the only letter of recommendation we need is, is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is not written with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. And it's carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. Come on. That's where it's carved. And this is going all the way. They're going to, we're going to get into what it's talking about with the tablets. And if you, you'll catch on if you're there already. You might be. But he's saying, look, this is not a rule written down. This is none of that stuff. This is, not, this is Jesus carving it on your heart. For everybody to see. So when you claim I'm a Christian and he comes in and wrecks you, then it's for everybody to see. Like you don't close the book someday and put it on the bookshelf. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't put the tablet up. He says, it's on your heart. I carved it there. Should be in everything that comes out of you. He said, and that's what they needed. You know, he's, he's talking from two different levels. He's talking about people that are preaching the gospel and then other people in the church that are living out the gospel or trying to. It hmm. says, so we, are, we are confident of all of this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the spirit gives life. So the spirit Gives life. It's, this is a new covenant, and that's what he's trying to tell people. That, man, we're going right back into some, some, some identity crisis. We're going right back into to, to what the, the law says versus what, what the new covenant says, which is it's Jesus, and it's the Holy Ghost, and he's in you, and he's going to guide you and lead you. Okay? It says, The old way with laws etched in stone lead to death, though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face for his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. It was a temporary glory that was showing in Moses' face, and people couldn't even look at him. But he said, this ain't like that. He said, that was then. This is now. He said, shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way? Now that the Holy Spirit has given life, come on. If the old way, which brings condemnation, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new way, which makes us right with God? The new way makes you right with God. That can be translated in righteous. That can be translated in all kinds of things. But he's saying you are right with God, with the new covenant. In fact, the first glory was not glorious at all compared to the overwhelming glory of the new way. So if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new, which remains forever? I mean, think about that. Before, it was the priest that had to, to consecrate himself and, and get himself ready. He was the only one that could walk in. And now you can go boldly face to face and just stare at him in the eyes. <laughs> and he just wants to love you through that. I'm telling you, this is the glory is so different. And it's not just the priest that gets to do it. You don't have to be qualified to do it. He qualifies you. You understand? Like you are qualified because you believe to walk in front of the Lord. Ah. It says in verse 12, hey, look at this. We're going to get to it. Since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. Amen. <laughs> This new covenant gives us such confidence in who we are and the authority we have that we can be bold. We just don't do it. That's kind of harsh. We don't do it enough. Because we can be bold sometimes. There's moments where you're like, poof, I just gotta be bold right now. And other moments where you're hearing them and you're like, not today. (laughs) Like, just argued with my wife. Don't think you want me praying over the person today. And God's like, Yeah, I do. Like, really? I need you. Like, you're going to be bold, even when you don't feel like you're supposed to be bold. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory, even though it was destined to fade away. But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, Whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Man, there you go. How do you remove the veil? What's the veil covering? Come on, you can talk back. The glory. So how do you remove the veil? Believe in Jesus. Yes, even today when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with the veil and they do not understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on. And we've been in this series now for a while and there it is. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of, Of the Lord. You are supposed to reflect the glory of the Lord. So there's my challenge to you. I don't even have to go far back. This morning, you're reflecting the glory of the Lord. We can go back just to this morning and take a look, self evaluation, and say, Man, was I reflecting the glory this morning? And everybody I came in contact with, and everybody I talked with, and every communication. Every person I drove by on the highway that was going slower than me. (laughs) Are you reflecting the glory of the Lord? Bless you. you. Bless you, my child. (laughs) Man. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him. As we are changed into his glorious image. Come on. So the veil's removed. You're reflecting glory. And then the Lord, who is the spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his image. It's continuous. It doesn't stop. Like you don't hit that moment where you're like, I have arrived. Look at me. Nope, it's a continuous thing. And he's constantly doing that. It's a constant work inside of us. It's a constant movement inside of us. Mm. I'm telling you, this this is huge because that boldness comes in. You know, and you need to hear this. It's okay to be a Christian. I don't know why I feel like I gotta tell people that. (laughs) But, you know, it's not like, you know, if I was in Philadelphia, I could not wear my Cowboys jersey. It gets a little dangerous up there. City of brotherly love. If I'm wearing an Eagles jersey, they love me. This is not that. You can wear your Christian jersey every single day, and that's okay. doesn't matter what anybody says, but sometimes we go, well, I'm around my family. I'm around my friends. They don't really do this stuff. I just need to kind of, and he says, no, you're supposed to reflect this all the time because you don't know how it's
5: affecting those people.
2: That's the cool part. You don't know the difference you're making. You don't understand that, that the light that shines. You know, I got this vision during worship, and it was this dark room, and you ever crack a door, of, and it has, like, just enough light to go through the crack? It lights up the room. Right. It's, not, it's no longer completely dark. Like, you can actually see in there. So the light you have inside of you, everywhere you go, you're supposed to cast that light. It's supposed to be a reflection, right? And we're supposed to change the atmosphere everywhere we go. Supposed to change the room everywhere we go. Not hide it. Look, I'd rather walk into places full of darkness. Man, you start glowing even brighter than you thought you were. (laughs) You know, I mean, I can't get in any more than that. Hold my tongue. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, why you gotta challenge me? <laughs> no, look, we got we need to start looking at things through the lens of the Father. Right. Quit looking at the things through the lens of the world, through the lens of your coworkers, through the lens right. of uh, people in your school, through the lens of people in your neighborhood. What are they gonna think about that? If you know, you know what I loved about we're camping right now, so we're we're out at a campsite and we're set up. That's what we're doing this weekend. A lot of wonderful people with us, having a wonderful time. So yesterday morning, the first thing I did is got up, put worship music on on my speakers outside and turned it up. <laughs> and people were walking their dogs, walking by, looking. And I was like, bless you. Yeah. This morning, I got really bold and set my horn off at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Hey. Jesus loves you. <laughs> no, that was an accident. <laughs> I didn't have my keys, so I'm running in the house. I'm like, G-g-g-g-g. we're waking up the entire campground. But if someone would have came out, and have been like, bless you, Jesus, Jesus calling on the horns. <laughs> I'm telling you, you ever heard that trumpet blow? Come on. But seriously, like we have to do this. So, so for us, what's that look like? You know, sharing the gospel is bold and we're getting, we're getting ready to do it. We're getting ready to go into Mexico. We have eight people going into Mexico and they don't understand what they're in for. They don't understand what that's gonna look like when we leave tomorrow. We leave tomorrow morning, six o'clock. A lot of times we think we're going into a place so that we can we can go in and change the atmosphere. But what we realize is we're going in, our hearts getting crushed and just pushed and, and molded, and he's just showing us something different. And we walk out of there completely different. Man, it's so powerful. So they don't know what they're in for. I can't wait. But <laughs> It's awesome. It is going to be awesome when you're throwing down all the fat slices. <laughs> Saturated in spicy juice. I don't know what to tell you. You're going to be like, this is awesome. Bless you, Jesus. Here's the thing, though. So we're going to be doing that, sharing the gospel's boldness. There's places, we're going places that they don't like to hear that. You know, there's a lot of people there that don't don't like to hear that. There's a lot of systems that have been developed in other countries that don't want that. Because you take away power from the people that want power. So you're walking into darkness. That's huge. You can take it as lightly as you want. Or as serious as you want. But there's a boldness that's going to come upon you when you get there and you're thrown in front of people that you've never talked to, and they can't understand you, and you say, you're going to share. And you tell them how much Jesus loves them. And you're going to do it. And it's absolutely amazing, because if you just let him speak out your mouth and just let him flow through you, it'll change lives. But, man, you change while you're doing that. So there, there, there's so much in that. See, godly boldness is motivated by passion for Christ and his truth. That's your, that, that is it. Godly boldness, motivated by passion for Christ. So how passionate are you for him? Because, man, that'll drive you. So you're passionate about something, it's easy to be bold about it. I asked my wife about folding clothes. She's passionate about that. She'll be bold with it. Like, I get in trouble all the time for looking at a shirt, don't want to wear it, throw back in my drawer. I don't understand, don't look like the rest of them. But she's bold enough to tell me, that ain't right. Okay. I love I'm telling you. Boldness. If you're passionate about something, you can be bold about it. Oh, there's so much that... Uh, so, just a little more on boldness. There's boldness in silence. You understand that. There's boldness in keeping your mouth shut. When everybody else is running there, sometimes there's boldness just to say... I don't need to say anything right now. Amen. Mm. Oh man! Here's what I love: um, boldness leads to blessing. And it's hard to understand that at the get go because sometimes when you're bold, you don't get a great reception. Like people aren't like, "Oh yeah, that was awesome." But that boldness to do what He asks you to do will lead to a blessing yes. eventually might be immediate, but you might have to wait for it. I've been bold quite a bit in my life, and I've been bold for the Lord. And this weekend, he got to open my eyes. In my ears, to somebody I've been praying for for a long time, and it's a blessing. And you don't think of it; you just think I'm just doing what God asked me to do. And then when you hear a voice, someone you've been praying for, hmm, for the first time ever, oh, that's a blessing to know that it's been being received and the love that's, oh man, so. hmm. So you gotta be bold. When he tells you to do something, no matter how small it is, no matter how little it is, you don't understand the impact that actually has on people. It could be a hi. It could be a hello. It could be a, I got a scripture for you. It could be, I got to bless you. Uh, God told me to give you something. You don't understand what that's all about, but he does. And he's the one, it's his timing. he's weaving everything together. But man, when you find out, and you find out the impact it has, come on, man. It's just, there's something about that that just gets you so fired up inside. You just want to run around. Man, you just don't want to shut up about it. Oh, so what stops you from being bold? What stops you from sharing Jesus? What stops you from doing that? Because there's a blessing in it. There's so much good in that. To get you over the fear of doing it. So you don't do it because of those things. Lack of confidence. You, don't, you, don't, you have a lack of confidence, which is why you're not bold enough to do it. And that lack of confidence probably comes because you're, you've got a lack of presence. The more you're around him, man, I'm telling you, he'll fill you up and give you so much confidence. But that's usually why it is. I want to pray for this person, but what if they don't get healed? Yeah, but what if they do? And what if the immediate healing you're talking about ain't the healing he's talking about? Maybe the healing's in their heart, not in their body. Maybe the healing's in their spirit, not in their, not in their body. Maybe it's just a conversation that changes somebody, gets them believing in the Lord, and, and you're, you're thinking, well, that wasn't even worth it. But they're wrecked forever. Eternity wrecked. <laughs> That's big, y'all. And it starts with just being bold and just, man, he tells you to do something. Just do it. Amen. Just do it. Man. Ah. Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. The lions pretty bold. The latest meme I saw was that one where the guy's on the back of the truck in the safari, and he's taking pictures this way, and the lion's walking beside him that way. <laughs> he ain't got a weapon. You know, reach out and pet that little thing. Just want to grab him and rub his neck. Lines are bold. Um, what makes them bold is not even lines. What makes us bold is the fact that we know God has our back and he loves us. And when you know that, what are you scared of? What are you scared of? I mean, Paul, you see it, Paul throughout, you know, he's in prison, he's doing all this. Um, and he's asking churches to pray for him to be bold. So is is being bold easy? It wasn't for him. He's being beaten and imprisoned and all kinds of stuff. And he's praying, please, churches, pray for me to be bold. If it was easy, he would have been asking people to pray for him to be bold. He'd been like, I got this, y'all. I'll be back in a little bit. He said, I still need to be bold. Ephesians 6, 19 through 20 says, and pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Man. It's all throughout. I mean, come on, look at Stephen. Stephen is, he's going he's to be bold All the way until he's dead. How far are you willing to go? Makes kind of all the little things he's asking you to do not mean so much. Not so scary. Go pray for somebody. Go bless somebody. Go share something. The stuff that scares you is nothing compared to some of the stuff that that they went through. They're being stoned. Nah, like I said, I'm all over the place. Keep tracking. I'll share this. We were um, we were bold during our Wednesday night. We had our worship night. Who was here for worship night? Come on, y'all. We were bold. You know, Kevin came out of this drum set. He came down here and he was like can I share? And I was like, yeah. And he grabs the mic and he comes up and he says my, I'm going to call him his nephew because it's his brother's nephew, three years old, RSV, like not breathing in the hospital. Little kid. We got pictures of him. And he's like, we're going to pray for him. Like why? Because the presence was here. The spirit was here. It was moving in this place. He says, we're going to pray for him now so the entire church We're all praying for him. And we're all crying out to God for this little boy. And right in the middle of it, he gets a text message from his brother. Hey, they said that his oxygen levels just went up and he's breathing. Like, he goes, I can't make that up, man. It just came in. But it takes boldness to come before the throne. It takes boldness to come up here and say, guys, I'm going to believe that this can happen. I need you to believe with me. And it happened. I'm like, that's what boldness does. And you can either live in fear or live in boldness. Man, I want to live in a place where I just I'm just scared things ain't gonna happen. You know what? We'd have been just as blessed if we'd all prayed like that and nothing happened. Guess what? I know that that our father has a will and a way, and I know that that he's he's in charge of everything. And he'll reveal that someday. But we just have to have faith in that. We're gonna pray. We're gonna believe. It's gonna move. Hmm. So for our mission, folks, this is this is what he gave me this morning. Because this is what it's going to be like going over there. This in Second Corinthians two, fourteen through seventeen. Second Corinthians two fourteen through seventeen. He said, But thank God. He has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance (laughs) rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. And who is adequate for such a task as this? You see, we're not like many hucksters who preach for personal profit. We preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us. We should be walking into a place... Where that smell of perfume, a fragrance of him is all over us. Amen. I tell you, my wife puts on perfume and walks by me in the house. I'll be, I'm chasing her. Yes. I'm like, well, oh, she walked this way. I, can, I know right where she's going. I'll be like, oh, she went back this way. I'm going to find her. That's perfume, right? Yes. When we walk through a place, yes. they're going to be like, what just happened? They must have went this way because it's different. Like, there's something going on over here. That's what we bring with us when we walk into these places. When we go into places where there's darkness, that's all it is. is. We're, we're leaving a trail of light everywhere we go. But we know we're doing it with the authority of the Lord. And we know he's watching us. There's a weight on that. There's a weight on that when you go share the word. Because there are souls, spirit, people, a country, families that are broken and torn up. that, That When you walk in, they're thinking like, this is our only hope. And you got one chance to share it. One chance. Try to tell them how much they're loved. To change the way they think. All the Bible says, change the way you think. If we can give them to change the way they think in the small bit of time we have, man, these little lights start popping up everywhere. And pretty soon it's just glowing. And the darkness has to flee. And that's all we're trying to do when we go down there is to make it a little bit better with his authority, not ours. We're not qualified. (laughs) We're called when you're called, he'll qualify you. He'll put you in the right spot and give you everything you need. So what I want to do, um, before we go into baptisms, cause I don't have any more to share. <laughs> cause I already know I was going to go with all that. I want to bring everybody that's going on the mission trip. Could you guys come up front? Cause we won't pray for you. So if you're going, you're going to Mexico, get up here. I'm starting to bark orders already because I got to keep my eyes on you for ten days. <laughs> I, I got, I got mamas and husbands and wives and friends and family telling me you better take care of them. <laughs> I got them. I got him. Miss Sharon said she's over there in worship, and she's like, during worship, she started smelling a sweet smell, and she was thanking them for the, I'm telling you, y'all, it's real stuff. It's real stuff. All right, so let's see. We got one, two, three. Where'd Aaron go? Oh, we're going to wait for Aaron. We're just going to sit up here and look at everybody. Ginger's not going. I'm just, I'm just she, going. She's up here praying. She's already praying. I was like, Ginger's going? I take it. That's it. All right. So, guys, this is this is the crew um, that we're going we're going down to Mexico, and it's because of you. There are people going because of you because you gave you you made sure they had an opportunity because I, some of this is more than they could ever expect, and it costs more than they had. And they just had to be faithful and say, I want to do something. And people paid for them to go. You, you, see, God will put it on you. You can't. You just got to be bold enough to believe that that's what he's telling you to do. And then forget about the rest of the stuff. There's so many what ifs. Well, I'll never have the money. Well, if I do that, if I do go, how can I pay for this? How can I do this? Forget all that stuff. He didn't tell you that. He said, go to Mexico. <laughs> Your job is to sign up and say, I'm going to Mexico and then you leave the rest up to him and he does it because at the same time you're saying that he's putting on other people to say you're going to bless that person right. uh, you guys just got to believe but this is cool because this is really our first big trip taking mine definitely with taking people somewhere else not just somewhere else we're going down now granted we're, we're walking in we're with brother Bo's down there already with his family they live there they have a house down there um, and we have several other, we're going to two other missionary spots. So brother Brandon, who's been a missionary down there for 23 years. And then, um, we're going over to, uh, brother Hancock. He's over there and he's got a, a mission field down there, but it's all in this Mexico area. And I'm telling you, when I talk about how bad it is, it's, it's bad. It's bad. So what we're walking into it could be just, uh, you know, the first time I went down there, it was with Bo. And I was like, yeah, man, I've been all over the world. Like, I lived in Panama for four years. Like, I know the tropics. I'm good. And I get off the plane, and I'm just like, you could feel it. And God's like, okay, I got you where I want you now. Hang on. And I'm like, whoa. Like, what is all that? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And your first thing is you just want to go love on people. And then, I mean, it's just this. Um, so Be prepared. There's, there's a lot of testimonies up here, a lot of stories up here, a lot of healing up here. There's a lot of power up here. Yes. Yes. His authority is in you. Yes. And when we go down there, it's going to come out of you and lives are going to be changed. People are going to be able to look back and say, man, I remember this guy. He came up and shared something with me, changed my life. Yes. Yes. Serious. Serious. And it's not about us. It's all about him. But man, he wants to use you. He picked you. He chose you. Come on, y'all. Need to feel that, what we're getting into. So I'm extremely pleased with this. This is huge. I told Bo how many we had. He was like, whoa. (laughs) They actually knocked a wall down in their house to make room for us. That's what they do in Mexico. Oh, we got more people coming. Rip that wall down. <laughs> we just, just we don't think about that in the States. We got to get, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. we <laughs> will deal with that later. So, but we are, we're going for 10 days. Um, and I love each and every one of you and I cannot wait. And this is going to be so, so good and what he wants to do in us and through us. So what we're going to ask is, because I'm going to, I want to ask the elders to come on up, Kevin, come on. We need you guys to pray over us. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because we're, we all, come on, I want you guys up here to pray over us. And uh, there's a mic somewhere. I probably took it from Kevin. <laughs> but um, but we are. Um, we're we're going to walk humbly into what God's calling us to do. And we're walking in expecting. We're expecting change. We're expecting God to move in a mighty, mighty way. And we couldn't do it without you. And we thank you for that. And we know we're taking everybody's stories with us. That's the cool part. We're taking all of you with us. Like, we're doing this together. We're just the boots on the ground. I have so many stories of different people I'm looking at that, that when I get down there, I'm just like, brother, I know what you're going through because I know somebody that's been going through that. I'm telling you, that's how it works. So anyway, I'm going to surrender this to, to you guys. I'm just putting you on the spot because I didn't tell you I was going to do this. But we just wanted. Oh, Jesus, we're just so thankful.
6: For our brothers and sisters who are willing to step out in boldness, to go out and do what you are asking them to do, we just ask you to stir up more boldness. Just cover them with the anointing oil of your spirit so that they are carrying your spirit with them as they go. Just let them be so covered and saturated with you that, as DJ said, that the fragrance of you is everywhere they go. Lord, just give them boldness to that they know that they are taking territory with each step that they make in Mexico. God, we just thank Thank you that you are giving them something to say and something to share. God, I know each one of these people personally, and they have shared testimonies here with us. God, you already have prepared them by what they have told us and shared with us here, Lord. And we know that they are ready to go and share what you have for them to do down there. God, we thank you for the testimonies that they have. We know that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. God, they are going to help people to overcome things that they have struggled with and they have dealt with because they can see what you have done in the lives of our brothers and sisters. They're going to come to Jesus and ask Jesus to help them to be their Lord and Savior and help them overcome the things that they're facing, God, because of what our friends are sharing with them down there. Lord, we just thank you again for this boldness. We ask for your protection over them. Go before them. Go behind them and all around them. Keep them safe just lead and guide them in everything that they do. God, give them wisdom, give them direction. God, give them supernatural sight to see the people that you want them to go and approach and speak to, that you already touched those hearts, Lord, of the people that they're going to speak to. We ask you to touch those hearts now before they even get on the plane so that you're preparing the people that they're going to meet so that they're ready to receive these testimonies and these words that you've given them.
1: I want to talk just just a second before I pray. There's a a power from God when we just totally forget about ourselves for a moment or days or a trip and we look at somebody else with no thought of ourselves. There's There's something different about that. I've experienced this. God's power will be more than you've seen when you can just take a time out and you're not thinking about yourself for a moment but trusting God with everything you need and looking at other people. People different from us, different from you. I I don't know what else to say other than that. There's a magic power that's huge that comes and people get changed. And our words, when you come back, you won't have words even to explain what you experience. But you'll know, and they'll know. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for people willing to take a time out from this life that they're so used to, and we're all so used to, and go look at somebody else with no thought of themselves, and asking only, Lord God, that you work through them to touch other people's lives, to bring wholeness to brokenness, where they where they feel no hope, God, you fill people with hope, even when surroundings look sort of hopeless from our American perspective. God, you can bring hope to their hearts. God, I pray, you know, in the name of Jesus, that you would use each one of these individuals, at least once, maybe multiple times, to touch individuals in a life-changing way that they will never be the same because of your spirit that lives in these going. In Jesus' name.
7: I heard a fellow say yesterday about uh, humbling yourselves. And this, that's what y'all are doing, going down there to people who may or may not have a clue about the Lord. And I just know we got to set all of you, just like Brother Jim was saying, set all of you behind and just focus on that person in front of you. And uh, I know each and every one of you's hearts are right for that. And that's why this is not just a simple little mission trip. This is ordained. It's ordained by our Father that you go there. And that he can use each and every one of you as a vehicle for his glory to add souls to the kingdom. Father God, we just praise you. Oh, your glory, Lord, this morning. Oh, and and every day, Lord, that we wake up, I just thank you for the breath, Lord, that we breathe every day. And I thank you for the boldness in these, these brothers and sisters up here right now, Lord. Father God, I just ask that you touch each one of them's minds, their hearts, and their whole body, Lord. Keep them healthy. Lord, just go before them, prepare the way, and send them folks who you've already touched and that are wondering and, and seeking, seeking something different, even in the in the airport, Lord, in the taxi ride or wherever. Just let them recognize it, Lord. Let them see it. Let them have that boldness that we were talking about to, to speak your word. Just let them be vehicles, Lord. For your glory, in Jesus' mighty name, Amen.
4: All right, all right. I'll uh, I'm just going to pray real quick. I appreciate you going to Crystal's land. You know, <laughs> I do. I don't know. All right, Uh it is, It's something special about going to somewhere different, you know? Um, And I will say this, um, a lot of times how you act is more important than what you say. A lot of times when you go out of your way to just play soccer with the kids, to help set up the table, to help the people that are, you know, maybe struggling to get into the little house, that goes way further than what you could even say. Showing the love of God sometimes is deeper and more impactful than just saying it, you know. So uh, I just want to remind you, you guys are the love of God, you know. You, You carry Jesus. Just like the Old Testament, they used to carry the Ark of the Covenant. You guys carry the Ark of the New Covenant. You know, the Holy Spirit is living in you, you know. And Jesus said that the same things and even greater that he did, you will do. So if he raised someone from the dead, so can you. If he healed the sick, so can you. If he created food out of thin air, so can you. Right, You guys carry that So I just want to pray uh, for protection real quick uh, Father I just thank you I declare that uh, right now Father We we declare a hedge of protection over them God In the name of Jesus Christ Father we declare that their stomachs will be uh, perfectly fine That they won't get sick God I declare in the name of Jesus That the water won't harm them God I declare in the name of Jesus Father That any violence that may be around there God would, de- uh, would just go away in Jesus name By the blood of Jesus God I declare God that life walks into that area I declare that the light of God walks into that area God I thank you that any darkness has to flee God that any demons have to go God in the name of Jesus Christ Father I declare God in the name of Jesus Psalms 91 over them God that whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high God will rest under the shadow of the almighty God I declare peace for them peace and favor God and everything they do favor in their connecting flights favor in getting their vehicles favor in going to and go and fro, God, wherever they're going, favor in the name of Jesus, God. I bless them. And God, I ask in the name of Jesus that when they don't have the words to speak, that the Holy Spirit, you would activate their language, God, that they would speak even Spanish, God, without knowing it, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, if you did it on the upper room, you can do it again. God, let all people hear the good news of the gospel in their own tongues. In Jesus' mighty name, God, we thank you. We bless them. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Come on, come on. All right, all right, all right. Come on, let's give it up.
2: Ah, come on. Woo. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all get ready. Six o'clock comes early. So I thank y'all. You guys, you guys can go back and have a seat now. I love y'all. We'll be doing lots of hugging. Don't worry. Come on. Yeah, so now it's that time of service I absolutely love. Um, and that's baptism. <laughs> so we have a lot of people that uh, uh, want to get baptized today. So w- once again, there's boldness in that you got to be bold to come before some people you don't even know and say, I'm going to declare the Lord. There's boldness in that. So I'm going to ask everybody that wants to get baptized. They can go get ready. I'm gonna, i i got to go get changed. But um, I'm going to turn this over to Kevin so he can, he can do what he wants. But uh, I'm serious. If God's moving on your heart, if he's touching you right now, and you say, you know what, I'm, I really believe I'm supposed to get baptized. You just need to come talk to us. Come on up here. Crystal's right there. You can talk to Crystal. She just stood up. And let her know that, that you want to get baptized. Because I'm telling you, you're not too late. It is not too late. Uh, we want we want to baptize you. So I encourage everybody to stay around. I encourage everybody to, to celebrate with us. I encourage everybody to be a family and stay here and just let's celebrate what God wants to do in this house. So I'm going to turn it over to our worship team uh, while they get prepared. I'm going to go get changed. I'll turn my mic off and I'll be right back.
4: Come on, stand to your feet. Go ahead and stand to your feet this afternoon. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Yes. I have the mic. Pastor DJ said I could preach. <laughs> no, no, Look at him walking faster. He's like, oh, I got to hurry up. Now, Hey, listen, um, this is a family, like we've been saying. You're going to hear it over and over and again because it's the truth. We're a family. Um, and if this is your first time, second time, third time, and you don't have a church home, welcome home. Uh, we just love you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, we haven't ended. We're actually going to celebrate together right now uh, as people get ready to be baptized. Uh, for some of them, it's their first time. For some of them it's their first time in a long time. Uh, but all I can tell you uh, tell you is every single time it's powerful. Every single time it's powerful. And as we get ready and as we start baptizing people, if God moves in your heart and you want to be baptized, uh, feel free to go over there to my uh, wife. She's a beautiful Mexican in green over there. Uh, (laughs) So uh, she has clothes. We got extra clothes. We got extra shorts. Uh, It's going to be an amazing time. Um, and so I'm just really, really excited. Uh, also, just a couple of quick little announcement things. Okay, um, while Pastor DJ is gone, if you guys need anything, please uh, don't hesitate to ask me or Miss Crystal. Um, you know, Miss Julie will be here as well. But if you need, if you need any help in regards, uh, you know, to the church, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Okay, I'd love to help you um, and, and make sure that you're taken care of. Uh, as you guys know, Pastor DJ will be in Mexico, so I'm trying to uh, do the best so that he can kind of just experience it and not have to worry so much about just, you know, little in-house stuff. So, uh, I'll be here, so whatever you guys need. Uh, we love you guys. We're going to just take this time to do a little bit of worship, uh, while Pastor DJ comes back. Uh, so we love you guys. Go ahead and just worship and just hang out with us.
2: All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. Come on, y'all. Woo, we got Miss Vanessa. Come on into Baptistry. Miss Vanessa, we're going to need you to sit down crisscross applesauce. There you go. Now scooch this way. Can we get her this way a little bit more? Perfect. You just stand right there. Can you hold her up, I guess? We're going to hold her up. Man, Miss Vanessa. I want to ask you a big question: Have you accepted Jesus, your Lord and Savior?
5: I have accepted Jesus. I am saved. You are saved. I am come saved. <laughs> Do you want? The Holy Spirit, so come! On. Holy I'm praying for the Holy Spirit, home Holy Baptism.
2: Come on, Holy Spirit, come! You want to say anything to anybody? We'll to
5: Thank you, daughter, for getting me in, and Rick's for, and Pastor. Come on,
2: come on. Her daughter's here. Where'd she go? you back over here you good all right well here's what I want you to do is I'm gonna need you to plug your nose all right there you go we're gonna get over here I need someone to don't drop that in the water or your phone Tism in the wintertime. Yeah, brother. Come on in here. <laughs> Blame it on Kevin. Blame it on Kevin. <laughs> It'll warm up in a second, brother. <laughs> Come on. Well, Brother James, you want to say
7: something? I just want to thank God for this opportunity. Um, when I got up this morning, as I was fasting this week here for our trip to Mexico, God began to speak this morning. He said, the team get baptized. So the power, that power we need to conquer as we go into Mexico. And um, I just want to share that man, God has done so much for me and I appreciate all that he's done and the doors he's opened, And then the ministry that he's put me in, he put me in a position now to do things that I probably would never have done if I didn't allow the Holy Spirit to guide me. So I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity to come before you just to say, man, thank you, Jesus. Lord we worship yeah. you Lord yeah, 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 We yeah. honor you Lord And um, so I just want to Just thank God for
2: this opportunity So Come on That's what we're talking about I'm going to get over on this side All
0: right. Okay Yeah.
2: I got you uh, However you want it brother We got it Alright So James There can you see better this way Are we good Look we opened up a slide So we can see Hey you accepted Jesus Your Lord and Savior Yes, sir. Thank you. Miss Kathy Ramirez, right yeah. Rivera. She told me earlier. I tried to remember. Didn't write it down. So this Miss Kathy, I'll share this before I let her share. Last week was her first time at the gathering place, and uh, man, what a spirit! Like she came in the door, introducing herself to everybody. That's what I'm talking about. Instantaneous. I was like, I like her jesus touch her (laughs) anyway you want to say some stuff
6: sure yeah hello uh (laughs) thank you everyone for welcoming me with open arms um i want to thank tammy for um showing me this church and all the amazing people here a few years ago i did not want to live and jesus really touch my heart, and he's the reason why I'm here today. Um, so, <laughs> um, I'm ready to just give my life to Christ. Come on. God bless.
2: <laughs> this is awesome stuff right here. Come on. So, let me ask you this. Uh, have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I have. Come on. All right. See if take that. Yeah, gonna, yeah, if you can get it over. I'm trying to get them so we can see it on the camera. Mm-hmm. And on your wrist, all right.
7: hallelujah jesus in the name of jesus
2: i'll come on this side i guess how you doing man i'm doing fantastic you want to tell everybody who you are my name is sterling trump sterling trump can y'all hear out there because it's really loud can we turn down the drums a little bit It's always Kevin. Everybody points at Kevin. <laughs> oh, it might be the bass. Do we have a bass? No. All right. Yes, sir, right here. There it is. All right. Like you want to say anything? You going to take the mic? Oh, your hands are soaking wet now. Here, Try, try off your hands. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be electrified in here, but let's do it the right way.
0: <laughs>
2: I, just want to say, I just want to say thank you, God. Sterling, by your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Now, this one's kind of special. So you want to tell everybody who you are? I'm Sterling's father. (laughs) (laughs) About three weeks ago, these two were talking about the upcoming baptism, and DJ was letting them know what to expect. And then DJ looked at Sterling and said, how would you like to baptize your dad? For a split second, my mind said, how do I get out of this? <laughs> but it was quickly put, pushed aside, and I can't quote the entire verse, but Proverbs 22:6 about father, start your children off young. Yes. So, be the example. Come on. Yes. Come on, come on. That's awesome. So... Yeah, this is special because uh, Sterling's gonna baptize his dad now. Cause I want you guys to know how the spirit flows through you. So, so he's going. Bat- I'm gonna help him. But trying to get his <laughs> brother here. What's up, Jake? You gonna get wet? <laughs> He's like, hold on <laughs> Not a problem So Jake's right there That's his brother This is going to be powerful I appreciate you guys doing this Here we go I'm going to turn the mic over Oh yeah, yeah it's Hey, have you accepted Jesus? Absolutely yeah. ah, There you go right. You're in here long enough, brother. Just you're good. You want to say anything? I guess just real quick, um, why am I doing this again? Because I was just in this tub, I think last year or the beginning of this year, last year. But as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. When I when I believe in a man of God, when I trust that someone that's speaking to me did hear from the Lord, like I do for, for James and for you and many other men in this church, James said, Hey, let's be obedient. He felt like the Lord was telling. I said, whoever's going to Mexico to go ahead and get baptized. And um, and what I'm doing is imitating you as you imitate Christ because I trust you. You know? So. Y'all, we're going to have a good trip. I'm just letting y'all know. Say anything?
5: Jesus!
2: (laughs) Come on, that's what I'm talking about. All right, here we go.
0: Come on, Tammy. Let's come on. Oh, come on. You are good. (laughs) Uh, You are good.
2: You wanna say anything, Tammy?
8: Yes. Um, I wanna say growing up church person all my life and my family has always told me that I was cut from a different cloth now cutting from a different cloth I took it as bad because I was different from my family my friends my co-worker and I was reading up on this last night and It's like it hit me for the first time. I am thankful that I am cut from a different cloth. My designer (laughs) is my God. He designed me so specifically, in the energy and the colorfulness of my spirit. I thank him. On. for being me. Because I don't have to be imitators of man. I am an imitator of Christ. That's right. And Come I on. thank him for being a different cloth and cut from the fabric of the skirt tails of Jesus himself. Come on. Thank you, Father.
2: Come on. All right, you accept Jesus, your Lord and Savior.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: It's a refreshing anointing. Slide over a little bit. You want to say anything to anybody before we go to the, on our trip? No, you're good. I love you.
9: <laughs>
7: God desires obedience. Hallelujah. Thank you for obedience, Lord.
9: Woo!
5: Oh good. Oh.
2: Oh, come on. It's like a replay.
0: <laughs>
2: this is all Kevin's fault. <laughs> come on. Like, we just did this just a little while ago, and I just love seeing how much God has moved through you since even that moment. So this is exciting. You want to say anything? No. You guys better learn how to talk. We're going to be doing a lot of talking. I'm just letting you all know. All right. Yes. Come on, obedience. Come on, Jesus.
0: Yes.
5: Woo! You are good, good, God. You are good.
3: Alex.
7: Wait, no, Alex. Alex, come on. Yeah. i
9: to I think so. I think so. Jesus. Fill us up. up. You want to say anything? Definitely. (laughs) God is so good. God is so good. I was not prepared for this, but my brother, thank you. Thank you. Last uh, baptism, I had it in 2018 after my deliverance. If I am not Wrong, 18 or 19 God spoke to me that was a that was a straight call from God that God prepared my baptism and I shared my my testimony with you God changed me a lot after that and God used me for his kingdom this is the opened the door for the Mexico trip. This is first trip as a mission from United States. I've, I've been going on mission trip when I was child in India. We used to go in a little village and uh, share good news there. And I'm so excited for this trip. I have a lot of testimony a lot of prayers that I want to share with who in need. I thank you. Thank you, God, for this baptism. Come on, brother.
2: As you grow up, you realize you got to listen to your elders. So I believe in obedience and we're going to do this as a team. So James, you get to baptize me. Let's do this. Amen. Have you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> now. Come on. We good? All right, y'all. I, I don't know if anybody else is coming, but uh, we love y'all. We thank you. What a celebration. Continue to pray for us as we go do what we're supposed to do. Thank you, Jesus, for today. What a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Come on, Father, just bless us, protect us, and guide us in everything we do, Father. Father, we pray for just, just, Father, you just set up our divine appointment this, this, this upcoming week. And, Father, through our trip for each and every person, not only the people on a mission trip, but every person in this house. Father, touch them, guide them, and lead them. Lord, use them in a mighty way. Father, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said amen. Amen. Come on, we look forward to seeing you again later.